This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Motherlode podcast. The Motherlode is the UK's largest parenting community for women on social media, and this is our brand new podcast for our molos and parents everywhere. I am Kate Dyson. And I'm Alison McGarrah-Murphy. Hello. Each week we release a brand new episode where we discuss a particular parenting issue, dilemma or topic, and we want you to be involved by voice note, comment or email. You can share your funny stories and opinions by WhatsApp on 07874 341 460. Comment on the threads or email us at the podcast at the hyphen motherload.co.uk. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us wherever you find your podcasts. This is the one where we talk about homeschooling and tantrums. So, Alison, how has homeschooling been going for you? Um, It's very interesting. Um, (laughs) I would say um, we started out quite ambitious and standards have dropped quite a long way since (laughs) then. Standards have slipped. What's your offset rating? (laughs) um, I don't even know if they'd want to step through the door, to be honest. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Maybe I'll give myself, what's the uh, special measures, maybe? Yeah. Bloody awful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, I started out being quite ambitious to make it a positive experience for the children. Um, I turned the dining room into a home school. I laid everything out. I took all of the educational toys and books into that room. So we had it like set up like a school room. And the idea being that they could not just homeschool, but self-school at the dining table while I do my job alongside them. Um, but it, 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 it hasn't obviously gone to plan. Who, who has found it's gone to, to plan? Um, But the thing is, my eldest, Kit, he's seven, and he is a very diligent student. And when I said we're going to homeschool, it was like, yay, this is great. Mummy, here's my timetable, full on, colour coded from nine till 3.30 every day with which lesson we had to be doing at which specific time um, so that I wouldn't miss a single thing from his school day. And yeah, we had to basically recycle that and um, oh, wow. start with BBC Bite Size. <laughs> yeah, 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 darling, like your expectations are way too high for homeschool. Uh, this is where we're going to start with the telly. <laughs> yeah, first lesson, remote control. 
But did yours uh, start wearing uniforms at first? Did they pop those on in the morning so it felt a little bit more like they were at home, but but they were at school, really? Yeah, so they did the whole, we're going to wear our uniforms. They even got changed into their PE kits to do Joe Wicks as well. Oh, wow, um, did they? Which is quite cute on the first day. But, <laughs> but the eldest has only just stopped wearing his school uniform. He's really kept it going quite a long time to feel schooly because it's really hard for them to, you know, to, to adjust from, from being in a classroom with all their friends and their teachers and everyone's wearing, you know, their their, their school clothes to then just being, you know, at your dining table pretending you're at school it is quite a weird one to ask isn't it yeah yeah so what are you doing I mean no we haven't done anything (laughs) we're the exact (laughs) opposite (laughs) so so um but primarily this is because uh Alison you will know but um last year um when we moved to our house now uh, Maggie didn't have a place at the school and so we had to homeschool for three months and um, I just had Ted. Uh, I did put some things into place and my mum came a few times. Uh, my mum used to be a teacher before she retired so um, you know there was a little bit of plan there um, but I that time I sort of did what you did like I put out resources we bought books off Amazon I mean this obviously Amazon is now out of stock of everything but uh, of course, we had workbooks yeah. and worksheets and uh, you know all of that stuff and honestly I realized quite quickly with Maggie that what she needed was just to sort of adjust to being in a new place in a new house in a new time like and and allow that to kind of fester and and you know for her to get her head around it as opposed to us now like starting homeschool and actually when she did get the place at the school thank god um she was fine you know and i realized that you know the kids are like sponges they pick stuff up so quickly again that um you know it it kind of calmed my worries my fears about there being a little bit yeah yeah no exactly so i must admit after that because we we'd kind of got ourselves into a bit of a spin about it that time as soon as it was on the agenda this time i was like no way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're just not doing it we're just not doing it I'm not getting involved I'm not a teacher I've proven that once before um and aside from printing off a few worksheets on Twinkle and whatever the school have sent through on the class dojo we just we don't have any structure to be honest they are generally a, a little bit feral What's anyway a class dojo <laughs> yeah it's a, it's like that you know the app I think all the schools use a different one but ours is called oh, right, class yeah, dojo we don't have yeah, a class so. dojo <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Like so a, like, they, is it a martial arts instructor or something? Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> funny you should say that because that is what is on the app icon. But um, yeah, it, it's a funny, um, it's a funny thing because even though we have tried to evade all homeschooling thing, there was a morning when we went to go out. I don't mean out; I mean out in the garden. And um, there, on the back step, on the back step, not the front step, the back step was um, a workbook from school like it was like just slam there like the biggest like hint ever you need to do something with your kids we're watching you mrs dyson we've yeah. seen you not giving in yeah, your think, work on the exactly. class dojo <laughs> exactly think you're going out to into the garden to play oh no you're not so um <laughs> So since then we have we've done a little bit more but no we are not there's no like 
you know, I haven't converted the dining room. I haven't got a schedule or anything like that. Um, I do say to them on a Monday, what do you want to learn about this week? And uh, then it really is based on how weird and wacky those things are. So when it was space, it's really easy to find a worksheet on space. Love so a bit of space I, yeah. I allowed them to do space. But when it was like, um, oh, what did they come up with the other day? Like, uh, zebras in Africa or something I was like no no way I, I can't find an easy workshop shit on that so ask your teacher when you get back about zebras in in Africa or or wherever they live I, hey, I don't even know trick. where they live this is where yeah. you get David Attenborough on the telly oh yeah well, is well a brilliant teacher although well, they get listen, to see a zebra being eaten by a lion and that might be mildly <laughs> traumatic for, yeah. for an eight-year-old yeah. yeah they still talk about that one with the you know the reptiles escaping snakes that still you know is like completely scarred them but um <laughs> but i like i'm not gonna lie like youtube and the telly and ipads they are the main education provider at the moment and uh yeah, we're all quite happy with that. They have really perfected their YouTube. That oh, is for sure. Good. Their YouTube present A grade. Their YouTube uh, presentation skills are top notch. They are, <laughs> you know, they in fact they could come in and tell people to subscribe. Hey guys, just subscribe. Oh, it's always in an American accent, of course. Of course, it is. Um, yeah. It's don't forget to sm smash that subscribe button. <laughs> God, we should totally. I don't know where they get from. We should totally yeah. say that. Yeah, we should hey, totally do hey. it. Like, we should totally... <laughs> hey, like, hi, Francesca. Like, thanks for joining our show. Like, that's all I hear all the time. I think I said <laughs> in the last uh, in the last episode that Maggie had had this massive falling out with Bess and she said to her, why does everything have to be a YouTube video? <laughs> It's a very good question. Very good. It question, is a very Maggie. good question. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, Alison, how have you been getting on? Because, of course, you're also doing your regular job at the same time as uh, homeschooling, doing everything, the chaos of home. How are you coping with that? It must be absolutely mad. I would say the two go hand in hand, that probably the reason, in fact, I know the reason why I was trying to be so organised by having the homeschool set up in the dining room and looking really like the homeschool class SWAT was because I need to survive this <laughs> with a job. I need to do the job. I need the children to be occupied. And even if they're coming to me every five minutes going, mummy, what can we do now? Mummy, what should we play now? Mummy, can we play scary bingo? Mummy, can we play guess who? Mummy, can you come out on the swings? <laughs> and me having to say no every five seconds at least it means if I've got homeschool going they're occupied and they're doing stuff while I'm working but so are like they classic, they they are sort of yeah and at least it gives them a bit of a go-to list you know I just do a list in in my glitter pens at the beginning of the day to jazz it up a bit um and and they can kind of consult that for, for you what they're going to do for me too really I mean you, look <laughs> you don't you? but it's like I'm there so I'm sat at the table on the end of the kitchen table the matriarch um on deadline for work and to my left there's Maisie doing a project about the life cycle of a frog and then on my right there's Kit asking me what the fucking adverb is and I should know this I've got an English degree but I have forgotten everything and I really should know I don't know I've got, any of it. I've got this far in life and time, I don't know what it is yeah. I know. But then it's like, I am actually still working while doing this and I'm on the phone and then the puppy comes in and he's shredding my trousers and biting my ankles. And I don't know where I am, who I am or what the hell I'm doing. So yeah, it's going really, really, really well. Great. Thank you. Thanks for asking. 
Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I, I'm not hitting the chin all the time at all. <laughs> <laughs> at least, yeah, because I don't have that same uh, demand because obviously the work that I do is on the model. So um, I just, I can work that around. You also have the website to run <laughs> as well as your normal job, as well as homeschooling, as well as. So it's, uh, it, but it's absolutely mad, isn't it? And I, I had realized the other day that um, like our standards have had to slide. It's like oh, something has to give, doesn't so it? Far. So the house yeah. goes through phases of being like absolutely grim. I think I have said this week about 10 times, where is that smell coming from? What is that oh, smell? Oh no. Where is that smell? No. What is it? Now it, I'm swinging between, it's either something to do with the bin, it's maybe something rotting in the fridge, or it's a dead mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it could very don't. likely be a dead mouse. Yeah, yeah. Our I'm cats so have... sorry. Oh, it's disgusting, isn't it? But our cats have started uh, bringing them in all the time at the moment and it's driving Little me mad. Presents. Why do they do that? Why do cats bring them in? Matt's got because a theory that he thinks... Yeah, I, that's what I said. Matt thinks it's because uh, it's like a massive hint that they're not being fed enough. Bring no. Bring me the banquets. Well, it's it could be it's it's kind of like a contribution. Like you you went to Sainsbury's. I'm going to bring a mouse. There's my my contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is but, their version of Sainsbury's. Do you want to know the best the best thing about homeschool though? Go on. The best thing about homeschool for me is um, knocking off at 12 on a Friday. Schools don't do it. Homeschool does. <laughs> what do you do to celebrate uh, that as you knock off at 12? Um, do you I have mean, like just inwardly cheering? There's a rapid oh, right. uploading I of you like, to the websites. I, I, I whack then. open the gin. I like crack <laughs> open a champagne. I'm in for the weekend. Whacking up the tunes. <laughs> it's, it's tempting, but we probably just go for a bit of a, you know, a walk. <laughs> well, Alison, earlier on, uh, we put a thread up about um, homeschooling and asked the Molos for their uh, experiences. And they're a bit of a mixed bag, I've got to say. they Some have done really well. Some are really enjoying it. Some are even contemplating homeschooling full time, which I personally think is the maddest thing I've ever heard. But you know, if it's worked for you, why not? Um, shall we have a look at some of those comments? Well, I, I love this one from, from Jen. Um, she says, homeschooling is going great. I think all teachers should attempt to teach whilst trying to look after a 10-month-old who's into everything. <laughs> my five-year-old son starts crying if I even look at the workbooks on the side and my non-drinker status has now been upgraded to daily drinker. You remember that film Castaway with Tom Hanks? We watched it and all felt sorry for poor Tom stuck on an island with no one around and only a baseball only a basketball to talk to. Well, I would pay good money to be on that island right now. That's how well homeschooling's going. I hear you, Jen. I hear you. I am with her. The only problem is she's going to be dullish with all of the moms who are also escaping homeschooling and all talking to basketballs. I mean, that, that oh God, that does not sound like the most amazing thing ever, to I be think, on an island, passed away. 
it's very similar to my recurring motherhood fantasy, which is um, spending 24 hours on my own in a travel lodge. Um, so <laughs> I just the... love, I love this. I love that your aspiration, this this fantasy that could be anything. It could be anywhere. I've had this fantasy is for a like travel four lodge. or five years now. It is. <laughs> I love how it's like a realistic most... give of it. <laughs> So what I'd do is um, I'd take a few quid with me because you can always get some like Tropicana and Pringles out of the vending machine and then yeah. basically check into my travel lodge room and just yeah. be alone. It's, yeah. I'd probably have it You've dark, actually planned draw my curtains yeah. and I would just sleep the full 24 hours well, that's and it, it would be bliss. That's it. It would be bliss. <laughs> See, I would watch some telly. Uh, I would have a bottle of wine because at Travel Logicals, there's no bar, so you've got to go to the shop and get yourself some wine. And, You've got Tropicana um, and Pringles. And then, what more do you want? Yeah, it's, yeah, that's not enough for me. That's not enough <laughs> like luxury for me. Uh, I'll be honest, like the idea of the Travel Lodge, um, I might even stay at home if it's a Travel Lodge on that <laughs> But. Uh, <laughs> Premier Inn, now maybe we're talking. The Premier Inn well, I mean, beds they have are much nice, bigger. nicer pillows, yeah. They do. Like, Lenny Henry is very happy in a Premier <laughs> Inn, and that's what you've got to remember. I think, for me, I think the, um, the Travel Lodge fantasy started when it was, like, literally... I'd take anything. I just need some time away yeah, on my own. Yeah. And that's kind just... of how a lot of us are feeling right now. I think, it though, it, like, if we're going to get really, like, into it, there's, like, something quite... Um, um sad for you there Alison in the fact that you <laughs> you only give yourself a, a travel lodge like you know it's just like the the real uh mother thing where we we don't want to take too much you know we don't want to make the sacrifice too much we need some time something for ourselves it's a bit like you know when you go clothes shopping for and you you don't buy anything for yourself because you just buy it for the bloody kids don't you, you yeah. like say oh oh yeah no I'll live into God, it's been such a long time since I've shopped for clothes in an actual Zara. shop. You could go to Zara. Yeah, yeah. So you go to Zara and you think, oh, I'll get myself a couple of dresses for the summer from Zara. No, Zara Kids is there. It's pulling you. And before you know it, they've got an entire new wardrobe and you've come out with nothing. Like, you need uh, and stay in like, an amazing upgrade, boutique hotel. Yeah. <laughs> but you're I mean, no, I'd love off. I'd love that, Kate. I really would. But it, it doesn't seem as achievable. And sometimes you just need to cling on to something that is achievable. My motherhood fantasy is, um, and I think I've got this off my mum. I've got a feeling she used to say it to me, or to, well, to me and my sister, not just me. She didn't, like, just earmark me, like, I'm the, you are the one I need to get away from. <laughs> um, even though I'm sure I was at times. Um, yeah, it's to have a cottage. Like, I've got this, like, fantasy, uh, like, a, where I run to a, a cottage right by the sea, and it's all windswept and romantic and just beautiful and rugged and um like also the gardener is the same kind of like description as the cottage uh, it sounds good oh, it sounds good yeah. you're right I should aim higher okay I'm yeah, gonna work on it yeah. I'm gonna work on it <laughs> uh, Kerry uh, said that it started off so well we had a color-coded timetable it was fun he was engaged now he's a seven-year-old sloth I'm working from home now and he isn't interested in schoolwork now because I can't give him my undivided attention so we're just doing what we can he's a bright kid who likes school so I'm happy he'll pick up where he left off when he goes back our school are pretty relaxed about it actually our school are pretty relaxed how have your school been about uh, homeschooling 
Oh, they're lovely. They're they're, yeah. they're they're being really chilled about it, and it's and it's about the children's well-being as well, because obviously it can be quite an emotional time for them. And no, they've been very cool about it. For me, it's been more about dealing with the demands from the children and their colour-coded timetables. So um, there's a desire there to still do schoolwork that I'm trying to meet. Yeah, yeah. I did notice, so talking about colour-coded timetables, that at the beginning of lockdown, like everyone suddenly popped everyone up with their one. version, didn't they? I must admit, that I, I muted a lot of people at that point. Uh, like I just, <laughs> I couldn't cope. But with you've it. been there. Like, oh, you were battle, battle weary. Scarred. I was battle worn. Yeah, there. you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's true. It's true. Like I've been there, done that. I'm like, you know, it's like I had the attitude of like a a mom who's t- parenting teenagers versus, you know, the one who comes in like moaning about a chewed off nipples. You know, I, I definitely had, had been there. and But this, like, it did seem that everyone became a teacher overnight. Everyone was like, great, I know I know what I'm doing here. I, you know, I'm going to get this organised. We're going to have school at home. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And it's really funny because you're not really seeing many of those schedules around right Nobody's now. Nobody's those now, no. But I did. No, I those weekly everyone's... schedules fell off a cliff after week two, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I did love everyone's optimism, though, and it's it's quite charming to reflect back on those early days and how um, you know how optimistic we all were about what we were going to achieve and what we were going to do. Um, I don't know if you have tapestry for any of your. Children. We did it's in our old a lot yeah, of so know, um, yeah. early years um, use tapestry, but I loved this this post from Nova Pierce. Um, she says, I got behind with uploading my daughter's photos to her teacher on tapestry. About 1am, I finally remembered and hastily uploaded a bunch, feeling very pleased with myself and giving myself maximum mum points. Next day, I'm feeling even more pleased with myself that the teacher had replied and commended my daughter for all her hard work and given her multiple gold stars i browsed through the photos on tapestry to convince myself that i'm really nailing this homeschooling fuckery when my heart sinks out of my ass yes i accidentally uploaded a photo with my (gasps) nipple in full view and yes i'm breastfeeding a toy no no No! oh my god oh my god Nova basically showed her tits to the teacher, so oh, I don't. I don't wow. think any of us that can is amazing. beat that. We might as well all just give up now. Pack it in cause... now. Just pack it in now. Yeah. Oh my We're god, done. that's absolutely amazing. How mortifying when stage, you realise it's that stage when your child wants you to like. I don't know if you went through it, but that when you when you're a breastfeeder, they they yeah. want you to like breastfeed my toy, breastfeed Teddy while you oh, feed the baby, yeah. all that kind of thing. But a toy yeah. Polly. My goodness, yeah. Nova, I'm so sorry. But can you imagine as the teacher was responding like, very good, oh, lovely, yes, oh, fabulous, yes, fabulous work there. And what, what the actual fuck is that? Is that a nipple? Is that a toy collie breastfeeding that woman? <laughs> Why the toy collie as well? I mean, the teeth would hurt, surely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not practical, Nova. Will you think? No. Will you think again? We've actually had a great voice note from Lisa Timoney, who uh, has had a particularly interesting experience in with homeschooling. Hello, um, Lisa Timoney here. Um, I've got a tween at home who is in year seven, 
And apparently she tells me it's not okay when she's studying human biology um, in homeschooling to walk in and shout, oh, you're doing sexy time. (laughs) Um, I also heard her talking on uh, the phone to her friend um, saying, I just don't feel close enough to my science teacher to be talking about vaginas and penises. (laughs) And her friend said, I know. How do you spell ejaculation? I think uh, another thing that was really very funny was the way that her father and I absolutely cracked up laughing when she came in and offered to um, show us her frottage. Um, We didn't know that that was an art term, but apparently it is. So at least there have been some amazing parts to um, homeschooling so far. Oh my god. Oh my god, Lisa. When that came through, I actually spat my tea out. I couldn't. (laughs) So my frottage. It has opened our eyes, hasn't it? How many There's a parents, whole world actually... awaiting us, honestly. Yeah, there really is. Actually, Bess said to me, when I, one of the topics, you know, what do you want to learn about? Uh, bearing in mind that my uh, my range is very, very limited <laughs> about what I'm actually going to let them learn about. Um, and she said, well, I want to know about uh, bodies and my body and puberty. Okay, well, that's all fine. Uh, we've got books upstairs about that. And I want to know where babies came from. I mean, the little blighter, I'm not joking, Alison, she bloody has an idea already anyway. Because, I mean, we had Ted's, like Ted's only a year old. So she was asking a lot of questions when, when I was pregnant with him. So I knew, I knew that she just wanted to put me under duress in front oh. of her teacher. Yeah, a little blighter. Best. So, yeah, so I said, no, she has to work it out herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's your conundrum for the day. Go work yeah. it out, investigator. Well, well, why don't you write a 5,000-word essay on it, Bess? Hmm? <laughs> Tell us everything you know. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So we have another voice note here from Sophie. So originally, I really wanted to home educate the kids, but I'm so glad that I didn't in the end because now we're having enforced home education. So granted, we can't go out and about as we would have if we were officially home educating. Yeah. Um, but all my days, it has been difficult. Um, it's been a great challenge, um, but I will end up with professional belly dancers by the end of this period. <laughs> that's what I do as well for a living, as well as blogging and vlogging and answering continuous questions from the kids. Um, I think I took it a little bit too far, the whole, uh, you don't have to teach like they do in school because literally we're just kind of dancing messing up the house all day and yeah so we're having a very limited education but we're doing our best and that's all we can do but all I'd like to say is give teachers a quadruple pay rise oh I I echo that my hats go off to them so much like I teach Bella dance often with adults and whatnot but this is something else (laughs) I've realized that my maths is worse than my four-year-old. <laughs> oh, oh no, she's... <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> oh, she's five. It's worse than my five-year-old. So, look, I've, I've uh, gone... I don't even know my kids' names anymore. I don't know how to spell them. And also, that's the other thing. Oh. I'm dyslexic and dyspraxic. Um, so, yeah, I, my eight-year-old is basically doing the spelling and correcting me and my English... Um, and I'm just dancing around the house. I think I think that sounds like a fun house to be in. <laughs> well, I mean, that is brilliant. When you can't remember your, like, that you know lockdown has got to you when you can't actually remember how old your kids are anymore. But it, Sophie raises a really good point in that, uh, that, like, Bess and Maggie's maths actually is beyond me. The other day, Alison, I had to do a YouTube search to run through a tutorial on long multiplication because I couldn't remember how to do it. I can't remember remember? any of that stuff. No, no. My, my, how am I going to get I'm not that? at that stage with the kids yet, but it's um. But it's this stretching. is basic, isn't it? This is basic maths. Long multiplication. I know, but you just we're old now. You jettison yeah, we are. all the information yeah. that you don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. Gone. Yeah, you know, I've made um, I've made space for other stuff. I've had to learn how to how to keep small human beings alive. So I've, you've you had know, to learn. I don't like have room all... for long division or long exactly. multiplication or anything like that. Anymore. All the characters in Bing, all their yeah. names and their roles. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's probably where long multiplication used to live. Exactly. And, and now Bing's characters live there instead. Um, yeah, but I did think it was really interesting. At what age? does your child overtake your knowledge? (laughs) Like when you get to the point where you can't, because I failed my maths GCSE four times. I mean, when I say failed, I didn't get the C grade. I had to repeat it three times in college. Like I know, I don't think anyone else I've ever met has been able to prove four times that they 
can only do maths at GCSE level to a D grade. <laughs> but I can, I, can, I can offer that proof. <laughs> By the way, if well any pre- uh, previous employers are listening, um, that may You've have been a slight omission. And definitely like a little rounding up of the A to C grades there in my CV. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I, yeah, no, maths, maths is way, way over me. Uh, Matt is even worse. Matt cannot work out a percentage. Okay. And I can at least work out a percentage. So oh, that's good. That's good. You've yeah, got he got a B. Knowledge. That's all he you got need. a B. Yeah, exactly. Good, good for you. Exactly. Matt. Good What's you. the most challenging thing for you so far? Um, well, it's it's the deep shame I feel at having an English degree and not actually knowing any of the correct um, terminology. So <laughs> Kit had to write. He had to invent a new kind of whale the other day and then write an acrostic about it do you know what an acrostic is yeah it's where you do the you write a word down and then they have to write like a short sentence across isn't it yes that's an acrostic yeah I did not know that Pass I one question. Never come Go on, give me another in my life <laughs> um so yeah so we did an acrostic it was a very good acrostic I was very pleased with it but I had not heard that so I'm constantly just finding I don't understand anything really that my children are learning but I do well, my we, best we, we did go- learn like we this. did geography with the go jetters yesterday so you put go jetters on you? you get mm-hmm. a globe and you find the country on the globe then you have a little play with Kyan afterwards Oh, very good. Yeah, highly recommend good. it. I'm not going to do it, but well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I don't you. even know where our globe Proud. is, I'll be honest. I might have thrown it out when I cleared all, all the uh, playroom out the other day and threatened to throw all their stuff out in a black bin bag. I've become Aww. that mom. I've become you that mom. You are lovely. Yeah, you are lovely. so kind, so gentle, <laughs> so loving. But if you don't come and tidy that up, I'm getting that black bin bag once and for all. I did. Uh, Stacey um, has also uh, commented to say that we're actually doing okay. I do four 45-minute blocks of academic topics, and then they pretty much always help me bake or cook dinner or do the garden. It's my flipping housework that is stressing me out. Putting the house back together 100 times a day because it's the because of the mess drives me mental. <sighs> The amount of tidying is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I am, oh God, I am so sick of the state of their room, the state of their toy room, the state of the living room. Like it starts to like make me like anxious and like really ratty. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's a pigsty here. I normally have two days a week where the house is tidy and that's Thursday and Friday when I'm at home and the children are both at school and it's just lovely because the house is really clean. Everything's really neat. It's really easy to keep on top of because nobody is just like lobbing stuff everywhere all day <laughs> long. And it's lovely. And I think that does help me keep hold of my sanity. So now you're like this constant kind of scurrying around, tidying up or constantly barking orders to tidy stuff up. And yeah, it's it's possibly one of the one of the worst things about lockdown, isn't it? And homeschooling, it's just the constant, relentless tidying and cleaning and cooking. I'm going to read one from Samantha. um, And she says, I was in a complete tiz at the start of all this. How was I going to teach my seven-year-old, control my four-year-old and look after a seven-month-old? That's a similar age group I've got. 
Yeah. She's got a schedule as well. I put in place a detailed schedule and spent <laughs> hours lesson planning for the first two weeks, literally hours, and it worked. Then the Easter holidays happened. And after that, I just thought, sod it. I haven't got the energy for this. And frankly, it isn't my job. Today, the boys are outside chatting to the neighbor's kids. We've taken out the fences and I'm going to leave them to it because I can't be arsed. I am with Samantha all no the judgment. way. I feel like she's no my judgment. spirit animal. That is exactly <laughs> where I'm at with it. It's like whatever we whatever we hear listen sister. at the end of the day they're gonna have to catch up aren't they because not everyone is gonna do homeschooling and and yes unfortunately i probably am that nightmare parent who's like going but you know the schools are gonna have to bring everyone up to speed anyway so i figure you know they're all gonna have to everyone's do it, it. everyone's they? in the same boat all no matter same how boat. much you've been doing there's all you know and, and and i'm attempting to homeschool and the quality of my teaching is is absolutely <laughs> appalling um so you know even even if you're making the effort it's really just um passing the time isn't it and and not necessarily uh, i totally fulfilling get the, the role yeah, of the teacher yeah yeah for sure um, and just yeah. having something to do, like, I, I definitely, I, I mean, I, I just hand over the iPads. I, you know, I totally get, like, though, that most parents don't, aren't that lazy, <laughs> so, and have more structure and do stuff more. Um, this, though, I absolutely love, and because this is from Jules, uh, who is a primary teacher, and she has uh, been a primary teacher for over 20 years. She said that her two, age seven and five, are having none of it. Like if you're a teacher and you can't even get the kids yeah. on board, like we're all we're all screwed. But <laughs> we're that shows how hard it is. That shows yeah, how hard it is, and really I think does. that's a that's a big sort of validation for all of us that that if a teacher can't get her kids to to do homeschool, then what the hell chance do we have? I do think that this has given a lot of parents a really new, fresh appreciation for teachers, hasn't it? And I tell you what, I am never moaning about the six-week holiday ever again. Like, that, that, is, that is just like a blissful time in comparison to lockdown and the educating as we are at the moment and you know or not as I'm not um but just the <laughs> juggle you know that we're all doing at home um yeah I mean at least like there's a freedom isn't there in the six-week holiday and normally you can go out and about you're not all locked in yeah, your house exactly no teachers we salute you so but talking about being locked in the house I don't know about you but the tantrums in this house are out of this world right now oh dear hey, the kids are at their most testing i mean just this morning we have had world war three breakout um which uh started with a little bit of friction and it ended up with a full pummeling you know like a boxer does on on the bag like yeah. a full pummeling from maggie to bess on her back Maggie ended up on the step, wailing her eyes out. Bess Aww. is crying in the other corner because she's been beaten up by her sister again. Ted is like screaming. He's just learned to scream. Oh, the other day, great. Ted had a meltdown because uh, I, he he started like moving things off his plate. So he has one of those suction plates on his high chair. Yeah. And then he started moving things off. And I thought he just didn't like those bits. Oh, no. Alison, I think he's actually started saving it for for after you know saving, saving it the for best till last yeah Aww. and i so i took a bit of his yorkshire pudding and he had an absolute wobble about it he was so <laughs> angry that i tried to do it 
Tears, big globe, oh, globe tears falling out of his beautiful big eyes. Yeah, he was he was fuming. I tell you what, he's his father's son. His father's <laughs> son. There is no deliberation on paternity there. <laughs> we, we we had a food one the other day as well. My two have um have have discovered the joy of um crunching up cornflakes, and um Maisie was really looking forward to having she calls them uh, crunchy cut cornflakes, and she was really <laughs> oh, looking forward to having so her crunchy cute. cut cornflakes um, yeah. for breakfast. And we got downstairs, and Daddy had the sheer audacity to eat the last. Bomb. No, he didn't. Oh, he Brian, what were bowl. you doing? Um, well, he's up early for work. You get first dibs on the cereal. He had the crunchy cut fawn flakes. Maisie was devastated. We had oh. full meltdown, tears. Oh. Daddy stole them. He Rivers stole of tears them. rolling oh. down the face. We had to, we had some one to one counselling. We had yeah. cuddles. Did you do daggers at Brian? Like, how could you? You know she I, loves those. No, how could you take just, the last bowl? I'm quite realistic with the children. I'm just like, this is the world. Daddy got oh. them first. Get over it. We had a bit of a hug and then some marmite on taste. But this is all before 8 a.m. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not built to tolerate this level of emotion before 8 a.m. Well, Maggie had another meltdown earlier because... Um, best dare to suggest that she didn't have an imaginary friend now this is a little bit of a um, delicate subject because uh maggie has um only just decided in lockdown to re reinvent her imaginary friend that she had when she was about three years old um and she she can't really remember what the imaginary friend was called before best can so that's caused world war three that the name is wrong um and therefore you know she can't have been too attached to that imaginary friend previously because you know you would remember it you know Bess had an imaginary friend by the way when she was much younger and her name was um oh my god i've forgotten it I don't even know how you argue about it. It's like Inception or something. It's like someone's version of reality and then the external version of that reality, but it's all somebody's dream. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's playing well, you, out yeah, right I there mean, that, in your living room. Yeah, it certainly is. Because Maggie was screaming, she doesn't know it's a new imaginary friend and she just doesn't met her yet. And she's saying that she doesn't exist, but she does exist. And she's but just she doesn't because you. she's imaginary. <laughs> holy, holy <gasps> shit. Alison, how do I, like how, like I'm just looking at them like, like what the actual, like I, I don't even know how to respond to this. I don't even know how to like suggest. I can't suggest the imaginary friend isn't real because to Maggie she's real. But at the same time, Bess is right. It's not. It doesn't exist. Like, what is she on about? <laughs> this is oh one the where stress. I I think the the teaching of conflict resolution is a very very important part of our homeschool experience, and that this is oh. one where you silently, you know, retreat from the room, back out of the door, and you leave it to them to sort out for themselves. Because oh, you get drawn yeah. in drawn into that one, and you'd be lucky to come out with your sanity intact. Our, our two have like started that little jab of like, you know, like that little snarky jab, um, like to, to sort of like have their last word. And as I did try to sort of extricate myself from this particular uh, heated debate, let's say, I heard Bess say, 
you're just trying to impress mommy. <laughs> With your imaginary friend. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a lot of those. Oh, like, I don't even yeah. know what that is. And a lot of like, you smell, no, you smell, no, you smell more, no, you smell more, more and more and more and more. No, you smell, actually your bum smells really bad, really, <laughs> really bad. And then, and then Maggie's like, Maggie goes, yeah, well, at least I don't look like I'm starting puberty. Mm, Bess is like, Whoa. what? What did you just say? What did you say to me? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. It's hell. It's absolutely hell. Earlier on, I also asked uh, the Molos for their best tantrums. And we have had, I, we're still getting the responses now as we're recording because everyone's, everyone's kids have gone absolutely bonkers. So uh, this is what Jill uh, sent in on voice note. So my girls have been getting on pretty well during lockdown, actually. They are oh, four and good. seven now, and they have their moments, but generally I think they realise oh, we're each other's playmates. We're just going to have to get on with it because we haven't got any other friends. <laughs> I remember a few years ago one really funny meltdown that stands out, which was they must have been about five and two, something like that, and the eldest one was really sick of her little sister pinching her toys all the time without asking. She came to me and said... Mummy, she's done it again. She's taken my pretend phone and she won't give it back. It's a similar thing. Like, what? A pretend phone? Yeah, she snatched it. But, what, was it imaginary? Yes. <laughs> it was invisible. Yes. So how exactly has she taken that? Honestly, how do you cope with that? I don't know. So I think I just said to her, well, can you just pretend a new one? <laughs> Oh, I'm with Jill. No, I want that like, one. How? I want my yeah, She has got do it. you arbitrate it? When it's imaginary, it's imaginary. You've made it up in your head. Just make up another one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. The imaginary phone. Give it back. And then you've got to have like, I don't know, it's like the, you know, some peace treaty is signed. And then yes. the handover of the imaginary oh, phone from one child no. to another. I know. Oh, Shell, Shell commented on the thread to say, my daughter had a tantrum yesterday because the butterflies she had grown from caterpillars had to be set free. But she really wanted them to play Peppa Pig with her. And this resulted in a standoff for 37 minutes. I love how it's Wow. Exact. With myself and her, with her guarding the butterfly enclosure. It's so cute. And at the same time, Move, just move out of the way. I wonder at what point in that 37 minutes she'll got to. Will you just move out of the way? Stop being so silly. Oh, don't. But it's, it's one of those things you imagine it's going to be a lovely moment, a really joyful moment that these cocoons that you received in the post and that you've nurtured into, into yeah. butterflies and we're yeah. going to release them and we'll watch them flutter away in the garden and land on <laughs> a flower so and you know it's love so every true. moment of their newfound freedom and then you're faced with an obstinate toddler who <laughs> you know tantrums for 37 minutes because she wants to play Peppa Pig with the butterflies you could not even blooming write that one could you no you couldn't no this is the stuff you know Alison we've talked about you know one day we should write a book shouldn't we with all the parenting advice that we have gleaned from the mother load and and this is the kind of thing that we need to include in it this is the stuff that should be in your antenatal classes how are you going to arbitrate uh, a full-on standoff with your child over a butterfly enclosure. 
37 we all need a strategy minutes. for that don't we wow oh my god i'm having flashbacks talking about these i'm having flashbacks to one and i know the one over the crunchy cut fawn flakes was at um <laughs> eight in the morning my probably my earliest one was 6 30 a.m when the children were fighting over a pink cup you know that ubiquitous um ikea crockery that everyone has the plastic children's stuff yeah and we only have one of each color and right. they were fighting about who was going to have the pink cup at breakfast time and both having a simultaneous mega tantrum about the pink bloody cup <laughs> and i ended up threatening to melt down all of the pink plastic in the house to make a soundproof helmet for myself out of all of the pink ikea stuff and pink plastic tat um so that nobody could have that bloody cup anyway <laughs> Miranda um, oh, had a good God. one as well. I love this one. Um, my favourite tantrum was when uh, my younger child got all distraught that his older sister had been alive longer than him. How dare she? <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> Born first. I actually vaguely remember thinking that when I was a kid, you know. Just well, for me, it was the other way round. I wanted to be the youngest because it, it seemed more fun. Like you got away with more if you were the youngest. You definitely get away with more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, we've got oh god, there are so many good ones that I'm I'm reading through here. This is really good from Sally. I don't know how you're gonna deal with this, but Sally says yesterday my four year old screamed and cried because she wanted to buy a real cow. And keep it in the garden so that we didn't have to go to the shop to buy milk. That's amazing. And is Sally going to milk the cow? And yeah. Do they have enough room in their garden for pop this cow? I tell you what, I bet that four-year-old, I bet Sally's four-year-old would soon change her mind when that became her main job of the day. Can you go and milk the cow, <laughs> Milking darling? the cow. I don't want to. I don't want to do it today. I just want to go to the shop and buy milk. <laughs> Oh, the glory days. Alexandra's uh, daughter um, had a tantrum because she didn't have thrush when her older sister <laughs> did after a course of antibiotics. <laughs> she actually wanted thrush. Kids are mad, aren't they? They're absolutely they are mad. They are absolutely bonkers. I mean, did she think it was mm. a bird? If she thought it was like a cute little bird that you got to pet or carry around in a little cage or something like that, I could see, but... But, uh, you wouldn't but want a, the other thrush an infection. With you. <laughs> no, no, not at you all. See. Um, we've got another one here. When she was around two, my eldest literally screamed the house down. Really ugly, full-on tantrum because I took her wet nappy off and I put a fresh one on. Jess, I mean, disgusting behaviour. Ted has that uh, tantrum quite frequently. He absolutely hates having his nappy done. And he, he regularly has a meltdown uh, while we're trying to wrestle him. Because he's now in that really annoying stage, you know, where they flip over and turn over. And oh, like, the boys are like a, a and then you're crawling to, to catch them. Oh, yeah, yeah, and if he yeah. wheezes, it just goes everywhere. It's like a bloody water sprinkler has gone off in the house. You know, it's just insane. Baby boy wheezes are amazing. My, my son, when he was a newborn... <laughs> Um, weed in his own ear hole twice. Oh. Not once, twice. Oh, it was amazing. Wow. He was sat there. That it was aim. before I'd learned the old aim. baby wipe over the penis trick, you know, because you yeah, kind of weigh yeah. it down and put something yeah. on there to soak it up so you don't get it. It actually went in a perfect arc from Straight in his ear. penis to ear hole twice. It was wow, amazing. that was obviously like his, his accurate, like, 
like um, spray distance. Yeah, I mean, there's, you should there's, do there's you should do that. that, isn't there? Yeah, you should do that physics lesson for yeah. him now in homeschooling. <laughs> the trajectory of the oh, urine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, much learn. so much love. So much love. I love this one from Amy. She says Effie had two meltdowns yesterday. Just the two. Um, <laughs> number one because I took away the soil she was eating. Yum, yum. Uh, Number two, because I wouldn't let her drink my gin. And there was also one from last week when my husband removed the snail she was eating from her mouth. She'd already (gasps) crunched the shell. Oh, my sissy, you sweet box. (laughs) Yes. That sort of crunchy, crunchy on the outside, slimy on the inside. Well, you know, delicacy in France, delicacy in France. You'll have a wonderful holiday this summer. Oh, well, if we get out of lockdown properly. No, Uh, we've got another voice note from Emily here. Hello, Molos. Uh, Emily King here. I am a Molo that's going three years strong now. Yesterday, my daughter decided to have a tantrum because she asked me to blow her nose, and I did so, and then she wanted the snot back. So she asked me to put it back in her nose. (laughs) And obviously I wouldn't slash couldn't. And I'm telling you, it was World War Four. Oh, Emily! <laughs> she wanted the snot back in her nose. You take away my snot? How dare you? I actually can't stand anything snot-wise. Anyway, I can't. You know, the kids with snotty noses, like just it absolutely like goes through me and that i don't think anybody face... actually likes it though you don't know but you know go, like we all have a threshold no no i know but but i can take i can take poo i can take we i can take sick i'm absolutely fine like i, I mean i say i take it you know what? i'm like god this is turning into a whole different podcast Chuck it all at me. <laughs> This is a very different topic, isn't it? All of a sudden, uh, I mean, I mean, as a mom, I mean, as a mom, and um, but snot is just something I can't. You know, when the kids go through that really grim phase where oh, they start to try and eat their yeah, and, and I, the, I, it's the one time that I just cannot. Like, I just cannot, I can't reason with it at all. I'm like, stop doing that. It's absolutely disgusting. Ah! I, I just, I don't know why it completely goes through me uh, in a way that, you know, yeah, even poo doesn't. Poo doesn't. So if you would see one, my youngest picking her nose and eating it, how would that make you feel? I would probably be sick on her head. I'm, I'm going to be yeah. really honest. <laughs> okay. Does she do I it? That's, I think that's justified. Does she do that? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's not so bad now. Honestly, oh, I, I amazing! Have... You're so gorgeous. You're so lovely. No, there was always one snot eater at school, wasn't there? There yeah, was always one yeah. kid that would sit yeah. there in assembly, usually. I think that board, I think that's where my horror comes from. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I've never done oh. it, and I was I was disgusted when I saw oh, her start God, doing it. But she so was wrong. very keen on it for a good year. A real little wow. baby muncher. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit queasy, I must admit. (laughs) (laughs) Just even talking about it. I think like it elicits like a similar reaction to like spiders in me. Like I just It's an actual phobia. What what's the phobia for snot? Oh, I don't know. We should look it up. What is the mucophobia or something? Snot snot phobia. I don't know. Oh god, that is absolutely There probably is one. You've got it anyway. Well, uh, on that note of your uh, darling daughter's uh, fondness for her bogeys, um, 
that's it for today, Alison. That's the end of the podcast episode. Until next week. Join us next week for a brand new episode and we hope you'll get involved by sharing your voice notes, comments and thoughts as we love to hear from you too. And don't forget to share us on your social media with your friends and subscribe, rate and review. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. This was a Stakhanov production.